episode 84 i think of tactical crouch we missed a monday because well some of us couldn't go outside get basic food and necessities and so uh we need to call an audible but we're back here it is wednesday i think march 18th happy post saint patty's day to you all i don't know um did you celebrate saint patty's day at all either of you guys no no can't leave. Yiska, you might be well, muted. I guess I could, but. Yep, you're <clears throat> muted, Yiska. Oh, um, oh, yeah, okay. Jeez. I was. Uh, no, nothing. We didn't really either. I mean, we never celebrate St. Patrick's yeah. Day, but, like, it was a weird one. Mm-hmm. Like seeing it's kind people, of a weird time. Seeing people walk down the sidewalk in green and getting yelled at, go inside. Yeah. What are you doing? kind of weird i am so i was in one of the first uh first counties in the united states that was not like quarantined we're under like a, a shelter advisory or mm. i forget the official term shelter. so basically it's like we are strongly advised under threat of misdemeanor uh to not go outside unless we're going out for basic goods and services or emergency services uh so we can go to like the grocery store uh we can go help a family member in need we can go to the hospital and um so it's it's pretty it's it's pretty or we can go to work if our work is an essential service and stuff so they've they've got that all defined and i don't know how they enforce it all or whatever so uh thankfully though we're good we're um responsibly stocked up on groceries not greedily but responsibly stocked up on groceries and I don't know. I even before this whole i'm just going to call call it a quarantine even though it's not a, a quarantine thing i just don't want to define it every time uh mm-hmm. we uh even before the quarantine i probably haven't gone outside except to take my dog out in like four weeks so been training for this for my whole life exactly see gamers so, we were already prepared we were ahead of the curve it's just uh has someone made the karaoke version of that intro yet nobody and uh, nobody has i would love it if see what did. we need is we need a uh a yiska ayaya version of the intro we need a we need a season two intro and maybe a closer. Maybe we need a closing song like we're an anime, and Yeski can be the closer. That would require me losing a Lord Bed, but something. Uh, what do you think we that could do? That for free. That what can you, happen. What do you think we could do with this? Thank <laughs> you for investing in your favorite anime girl. I'm telling you, that should be the intro. And then like the beat drops and the song plays. Yeah, I'm th- I, re- I re- actually have some ideas. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked because now I'm gonna like <laughs> actually make something. I think get it ready. Probably get it ready. We'll we'll yeah. we'll get them in. We'll get them in a lord bet. We'll we'll go them into something. We'll do it. All right. Well, uh, chat everybody else. Thanks for being here. Uh, we've said it before, but if you're listening on the vod or on the podcast, we've already said this is probably gonna be a little bit more chill and laid back of an episode than you're used to. So if you absolutely hate it. Make sure you let us know, but do so in a way that doesn't like make me ban you from ever commenting on a video again. 
that's just it. Like, you know, be kind. To be creative, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I like it being the sub-donor sound. I would too, but we don't play sounds during the show because that's really, like, distracting for, like, the audio listeners and VOD people. Um, mm. So we're not going to do that. But thank you for being here. The uh, show is supported by our patrons, so if you like the show, go to patreon.com slash tacticalcrouch. Uh, we do appreciate it. Um, thankfully, I believe... Uh, well, I know myself and Joe, we, we work remotely, so... I, but I don't know. Are any of you guys affected at all by by having to? Not really. Work from home. Yeah. Like, okay, I work full time the esports job at uh, GG Recon now, but I still have some some hours, and they shut down all educational facilities in Germany. Technically, we could, I believe, still, even though I think that changed today. Um, but they're doing something with a virtual classroom. Maybe we'll pick up virtual classes next week or the week after or something. So we'll see. But um, otherwise, yeah, I've pr- pretty much been staying in. Last day at, at non-virtual work was Monday. And other than that, it's everything's closed right now. Yeah. So, I mean, thankfully, we at least all have sources of income uh, coming through with, you know, I mean, full-time jobs and stuff. So... Yep. Uh, you know, but um, is it bad that you went to the gym? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. Uh, as long as nobody else was there with you and you didn't come in contact with anything else and you sanitized everything, I bet it would be fine. For a betting person. But we are not health professionals, so we're also probably the wrong people to ask. Twelve. Twelve. All right. Uh, yeah. So patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Uh, you know, when we record the show, we record the show every Monday and Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, twitch.tv slash kick tripod. Let's get into the news brought to you by Battle Crab Pin Lotion, Charlie L Audio Compass, Pork Chop Sammy, Kasha 67, Coochie Kopi, Salsa 90, Salsa Boy 91, and Shara. Ten of them. Ten now patron the producers. Thank you for <laughs> investing in your favorite anime girl. There it is. Thank you for investing into your favorite anime girl, Yiska. Appreciate it. I also have the Yiskat t-shirt as well. Bit.ly slash TCP shop or just go to Design by Humans and go to uh, search for Kick Tripod. And uh, we got that cool Yiskat stuff. We also have the Race of the Mayhem thing, which I'm actually crushing, by the way. Down nine pounds, which is something that's been kind of difficult for me. Um, So... Yeah, it's been it's been really weird between like working out and consuming a lot of protein, but also like wanting to trim a little mm. bit. Like I don't want to lose all my muscle mass, but I don't. But like not being able to work out how I normally work out has I think helped quite a bit. Mm. So yeah, for me, it's it's much harder. I actually put out uh, put on a pound again. So gotta gotta figure that out because I definitely move significantly less, even though I'm pretty much a couch mm. potato. I still like like I've. I've like in the recent past, I played some Pokemon Go with friends. Mm-hmm. I never missed the 25 kilometer kilometer. So like, mm, what's that? Uh, t- t- 12 miles. Yeah, it's per... like 2.2 miles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never. Yeah. Or is that pounds? No, no, not two. That the no, that's no. It's 1.8 miles. Is uh, Whatever. sorry. One mile is 1.8 kilometers. That's why we don't do this much. Sounds right. Streamer so, math, streamer math, streamer math. So like 12 miles a week is 
it's not a lot, but it's definitely more than, it's more than literally not more than 2000 steps a week that I'm doing right now. So mm. yeah, it definitely, I definitely notice. Yeah. I've just been, I've, I've been at like a huge calorie deficit at least. So and find that resting metabolic rate and then you just sit under it best you can. And that's been, that's been pretty good. Katie's been making really healthy food, so it's been really easy to not be hungry anymore because I don't want to eat it. No. Yeah. And I can't go to Burger King or something. Mm. It's not it's fun. It's tough, man. Making those big sacrifices. Yeah. <laughs> see those danishes. You see those that bread. Oh, um, man. It's like, I love my salad. Yes, I do. I don't want to eat your cake. Nope, I sure don't. Danishes, never met them. Cookies, never had one. Katie made cupcakes. Yellow. Uh, don't know what those are. Yellow cake cup, cupcakes with chocolate frosting and sprinkles. It doesn't start with S and Ed with Alad. I never met it. Fair enough. She doesn't go here. Proud of you. Get it done. Do it. Uh, okay, let's let's actually talk about the news though, and uh, we get an update from John Spector and the Watchpoint boys and gals on the season. And here's what we know: all matches through April 26th, so that's Week 12, will be played online and broadcast on YouTube and MLG.tv. Um, we don't know if they w- that will be extended, but right now it's confirmed through Week 12 will 100% be played online. Um, they've also made a change to hero pools that have been updated to have a weighted selection based on hero play rate. So if the play rate is 10 to 25%, there's one entry 25 to 50%. There's two entries, 50 to 75%. There's three entries and 75% uh, and over is four entries. Um, I think this has been a popular request quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, because it's, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird. I don't actually, I think this mostly solves the problem, but doesn't solve the problem for me. But before I I expound on that, Joe, I want to hear your thoughts on a, if you like the change and B, if you think that this is the best version of the change, uh, um, the best version, um, I think that might be tough for me in particular because I'm pretty against hero pools in general. But if I was to hold the position that I like them, then I think this is a step in the right direction. I think this starts to limit the randomness. I think this starts to attack the heroes that people are either like tired of seeing or are just like being played over and over Um, more likely than not, obviously not hundred percent of the time, but um, that certainly helps. Um, and I think over the season, if this continues, that should assist in rapidly changing what is played week by week. Like if May is just so good and she's played 80% of the time across two weeks, then yeah, maybe she should go and maybe she should get four or five tickets, right? Like that makes sense. Um, the problem that this doesn't account for, which um, I, I talked to a couple people about beforehand, especially with May, is that 
the 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 lottery system doesn't account for like natural meta changes that don't that aren't specifically being banned. Like if you take out uh, Reinhardt, right? May doesn't necessarily have to be played. Like there is a world where all of the teams that were being played, all the teams that were supposed to play in week six or week five, I don't remember exactly which one it was. Um, they could all just play dive and May doesn't get played and she's still eligible to be banned, even though she's been rotated naturally throughout the meta. Does that make sense? So like she could still be in the lottery, even though she hasn't been played in a week like that. I think that that necessarily isn't a problem, but I think that that's something that the community is going to have to like realize and be like, well, I don't like that. She wasn't played. Like, why is she being banned? Like, grr. Um, this also doesn't account for like the one week turnaround, which again, I think is my biggest problem with it in general i think this stress has this stresses out players like even even though they're not traveling even though they're playing online this is um this is very detrimental to player health uh, coaches mental health this this was not something that the the teams to my understanding were were you know knowledgeable about going into this so it's i i think you just need to give more time to the players to the coaches to figure out what is being played and and i think that would be my ideal change i think this is a step in the right direction but i think these these people need more time yes gary are you a fan of the weighted pick rates um yeah i think i think it's nice because it takes away a little bit of the rng uh of it all i feel like i'm really indifferent to it to be honest um i also got to say like I think the, the what Joe, uh, the point Joe raised with like bands being, or heroes being banned that were banned based on the pick rate of the week before, um, I think that's fine. I think that actually uh, counteracts um, just like cycling metas in some instances. Mm. Um, yeah, generally, like it, it, this is nothing. Like I care much about it's it's barely like the duration uh, For sure. of these bands. Yeah. That's yeah. So I have a few gripes with it, and I won't be as eloquent as either Joe or Yuska in expressing them. But I, I, there are a few things that kind of bother me with it. Number one, I think the ten percent threshold is kind of too low. Um. There's just, there's so, if the goal is to target the meta, it feels like when you add the 10% heroes, uh, it's kind of like, well, let's see if we actually make an impact to the meta this week, or if you just can't run, I don't know, what's a, what's a hero that like, Symmetra. Sure. Right. I think Symmetra was, was technically there or very close to there at 10%. And so it's like, let's see if, you know, there's a one in six chance that, this ban means virtually nothing for that. So if it's to target the the most popular, quote-unquote, oppressive heroes in the meta, I don't think that um, 10% is... Uh, I think 10% is disingenuous to, to that goal. Um, I think it's conservative, and I think that they could easily raise it up. The second thing is, is I, I don't think that pick rate necessarily always correlates with um it the level of oppressiveness of that hero um especially no. when uh pick rate is often 
tied to specific maps and maps map types. So, um, I, I, you know, like I think May is an obvious one where you, when May was in, like, let's use the first four weeks. May was in, you know, whatever, like 88% of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, what it, it probably is a really good candidate for something to get banned because there, there was a level of like oppressiveness to it, I guess, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. But if you look at some of the heroes, like. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm soldier 76. Sure. Legs. Let's bring legs into it. Like is soldier oppressive? No. Is soldier something that, um, you know, if, if he stops seeing, seeing play all of a sudden drastically shifts the meta or counters it, not really. No. Right. So I don't think it totally achieves the goal. The I think the biggest problem is is like if you're asking me to come up with a an alternative solution, I don't think I can come up with a data driven one. Mm-hmm. The the thing is, you don't always want that, right? Like, otherwise, you have alternate alternating metas. If that's not the case, like you gotta have some variance in the band. Otherwise, again, from meta archetype. These heroes are played here to meta archetype. These heroes are being played here, and then we just alternate from. But week I think to the week. problem with that is what Joe originally said in the fact that we probably shouldn't be doing this every week. Yeah, like that's. I, so, I think that's I accounting think that's probably for something a, we can all agree on. Yeah, that, that's accounting for a timeline um, deficiency where we only Not see really like certain teams a hero deficiency, right? So yeah. Yeah. I, I think you kind of almost introduce the same thing by banning irrelevant heroes. You essentially elongate the timeline, except you add the additional randomness of you might have to prepare a little this week as far as a meta change goes or a lot, Um, which I don't know, maybe, and there probably is some value in, um, you know, awarding uh, teams for being able to adapt to meta fat metas faster than others. Mm-hmm. I think there is. Um, and you know, it, it kind of reminds me of TFT is like a big part of the game is for like, for me is like, I like to study metas and then get really good at it. And so fast changing metas just screw me over because fundamentally, like I don't just, yeah, naturally you're a refiner. See, I don't naturally just see these changes and go, Oh, I'll do this and this instead. And so it kind of punishes me who's not a very adaptive player. But if we play the same thing for a month, like I think Joe, I, I would beat you. If we played the same single uh, composition for a month, I think I would beat you. But if we changed it every couple of days, you'd beat me eight out of 10 times. Maybe. I don't know if that necessarily means that I am worse or you're better, I, but it rewards something differently, right? Yeah. It's just, we're just rewarding something different. Exactly. Um, uh, uh- and go ahead. No, no, like I'd I'd end the point and open another account of form. So go on. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it goes back to my general philosophy of like Blizzard not understanding what they want Overwatch to be just yet. Um, again, they've left themselves like a very casual like backdoor to like leave hero pools. They've they've publicly said it a number of times. Like if it doesn't work, then we can stop doing it. That's fine. Like they're open to that, which is good. But it also like goes back 
to that idea that like we don't know what we want to do with this we don't know what you guys want it seems like you guys want this but what happens if you just get tired of it again like they, they we really don't know exactly what this is supposed to be just yet um and 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 almost everything it feels like stems from that whether it's like the pve mode where it's like there is like a very vocal community that does want that but then there's almost like half of us that don't um, there's half of us that want one thing and then there's half of us that don't there's half of us that like hero pool and then there's like a minority that doesn't like it it seems like there's just always and there's always yeah. that in a lot of different games like don't get me wrong like the grass isn't greener somewhere else but it feels much more polarizing and separated than almost any community um, that i've that i've kind of participated in I think generally the wants of the players and the coaches and the organizations are actually kind of at odds with the wants of the the average viewer in that mm. sense too like uh there have been some overwatch league coaches and players who have you know, reacted positively or at least acknowledged sure. that hey the hero pool changes are a positive change there's also been a lot of them that are just like well f yeah <laughs> they're just like well this is there goes you know my Reasonable Sleep, 50 livelihood. to 60 hour work weeks now we're up to yeah. 75 80 again. Sweet. I thought I got I out sure of do love cortisol. Do. Yeah. Right. You know, and so like <laughs> Jesus. I hope uh, that's right. Yeah. So um like I, I don't know, I get it. And I understand the conundrum that the league office like has in balancing those. Because if you don't yeah. have viewers, it doesn't matter what the players want. Because nobody's watching, they're not bringing in revenue, and yep. you're screwed. And at the same time, if the players aren't happy and they aren't able to play and feel like they're playing, you know, a game that they enjoy playing, you know, that you st eventually, in the long term, you lose mm -hmm. players in there. They go to other games, and all of a sudden, we have a bunch of, like, you know, Sideshow, whose diamond is all of a sudden Grant GM because, you know, all the good players have left. And then Sideshow gets, you know, Brengy. We get Brengy on an Overwatch League team. And then... I think people would eat that up, to be completely honest with you. But... Yeah. <laughs> is that something that the 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 shareholders were sold on? You know, it's it it's very bizarre, this, this move. Um, again, it's not something that I think we should probably spend a ton of time you know ranting about but um i i just want overwatch to figure out what it wants to be and stick to it and and build from there we we have to stop trying to take out the bottom brick for a a rotary engine instead of just a, a inline six you know what i mean like we can't just keep reinventing what we're doing we have to kind of like stick to something a baseline and then build on top of that I mean, might as well right, right now. And that was kind of like my sure. further if, if point. If this is it's what like, we want to be, then fine. We can do this, dude. But we just have to commit to it. This season in meaning is over. Yeah. Right? Like, Sadly. It, it chopped away. Like the, 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 everything in the planning chopped away at the meaning. And then, then like you have a tail risk event like the coronavirus. And it's gone, dude. I don't care that much. And I also think coaches shouldn't care to the point where they're risking their mental health or uh health um and i also think team owners shouldn't uh jeopardize or like evaluate performances based on whatever is happening in this season i yep. think this season we should take it for what it is it's the season where some teams have a significantly hard harder way into the playoffs 
barring that we are actually using that playoff qualification format. It's a season where hero pools randomize, like almost randomizes who has an inherent advantage uh, because the scenarios to plan for are way too complicated to foresee. And um, we have a season with online play. It is like, let's just enjoy right yeah like that's that's basically totally. where i've arrived like it we kept ch chopping away at the meaning i adapted now this happens let's have some fun that's mm -hmm. that's where i'm at yep if, if if this is what we want it to be let's commit to it and this is overwatch now okay that's fine i'm i'm okay with this i think i think the two week changes are probably inevitable i think that it's going to have to happen sooner or later and at that point then yeah i think i think hero pools for me specifically are probably a little bit more tolerable i mean they already like right i can't i can't disagree with what a lot of people are saying and saying that they're not more interesting to watch like yeah i do like seeing more different you know uh, more variants in hero picks you know i think that teams will get, adapt to that and get better like and the level of matches will increase so like the, the overwatch that i'm looking for will develop sooner or later but I need that. I need that commitment. I, I need so. Overwatch to commit to playing hero pools and being like, okay, we are going to do this for this season. If it works, we'll we'll stop next season. But it can't just be like, we'll just do it for two weeks and maybe just okay. Figure out what you want to do. Give me something that I can like start to learn. Do you do you think that while Jane is inventing esports, he can also just <laughs> invent a latent latencyless internet? That would be great. Problem solved. I mean, it'd be perfect. Not not sure about latency less, but uh, Elon Musk is trying with his satellites, right? Like, what's the estimation? Like the the high speed versions would like connect everyone on on the planet under one one thirty, I think. I'm a Except, with the exception of Australia JK. because it's a godforsaken place. Jk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I but I bet you it'd be better, especially like across lines there. So yeah, I would. Yeah, great. I'm all for it. There's and there's there's a acceptable level of latency, right? Yeah. I mean, we as humans have latency anyways. Have you seen some of the uh like the reaction speed and reaction time of like a major mm. league baseball batter? It's like mm. four times as reactive as the average person. Uh, I wonder how it matches up against other like pro players. I want to say there was a video that like that that tested that and showed that. Yeah, yeah, it's like Corey with um was it with Team USA? Uh, no, no, no. It it was with Linus Tech. Um, uh, like where they were testing if 144 hertz monitors and everything uh, really um impacted reaction time and everything and mm. aim and all this type of stuff. And Corey had pretty nutty reaction time. I mean, it makes sense. Like, better than Shroud. Huh. That's dope. Very interesting. Uh, so, speaking of latency, so the Overwatch League is being split into three divisions to minimize that latency, right? So the Atlantic Division mm -hmm. is going to stay the same. Uh, they're going to play in the American East Coast server, and apparently they're all currently based there. I don't know anything else like specifically about where specific teams yeah. are. If like they're all in New York city or hanging out at Boston's, uh, 
training facility or something, or if they're like scattered throughout there and they like include Houston as East Coast or whatever. So I honestly don't know. Um, but the Shock, Valiant, Gladiators, Titans, Fuel, and Dynasty will play on the West Coast server. Um, and then the Chengdu Hunters, Hangzhou Spark, Guangzhou Charge, and Shanghai Dragons will play on the Chinese server. And yeah. uh, Yiska, there's some kind of interesting implications about this, aren't there? In terms of how often people play each other? Or yeah, what do you mean? I mean, just like in general, but... Yeah, like I wrote a piece where I was like, okay, let's maybe... Um, let's maybe uh, look at just making some of those show matches and then sure. uh, picking up later or whatever. But then again, like I, I sent that piece in, I saw the news that was pretty much coming in at the same time as my piece was being uh, scheduled. And it just broke me, dude. I'm just like, whatever. Like uh, the messaging, like was honestly a little bit disappointing, especially like where their mindset in terms of like the LEC and the LCS, a, they're, better prepared for this because they didn't count on a homestead model and are more localized and latency latency for that reason is not a problem. But um, it's also like they definitely directly mentioned we're looking at competitive integrity. We cannot send referees to these things. Like this is all the questions I have. Like that's not figure out right now. I don't think like what 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 kind of precautions are being taken that nobody calls during the the matches in terms of the coaching staff, like calling old status, calling strategies, rotations and whatnot. Um, <sighs> cheats. I mean, that it, that's not going to happen, but you you still want to check for it somehow. You want to have yeah. some something in place for that. So the fact that we didn't talk about this at all, bro. Like, not a fan I mean, of it's that. it's kind of par for the course. Like, it, it, it does is it disappointing? Yeah, um, but this is also you know the league that still wears a rule book. We it's probably yeah. been updated a number of times. Still doesn't that's not public. You know, there's yeah. a lot of things that just aren't talked about that are just kind of like kept under the rug. Um, and yeah, it's it, it's par for the course that we don't talk about a lot of these these you know prying issues. Um, even even when it comes to like uh, players being fined or, or you know uh, potentially you know removed from the league, like that's not things that we talk about, even though we probably should. For whatever reason, um, whether it's you know they think it's bad optics, I have no idea, but it it's it's par for the course. I, it is what it is. I can't remember what it was, but um, I think it might have been Hearthstone. But there used to be they had to really like uh straighten up hearthstone online tournaments because mm. uh essentially what uh players were doing is they would like hop in a skype call on a second screen and have other players speak to them yeah just through their headphones like and like i wonder coaching type of deal i wonder what the overwatch league is doing besides like honor code to like make sure that there's not this secondary or third conversation be like you know what we're going to get you a GoXLR mini. We're going to plug your phone in there. We're going to have everyone on a call and you can have a coach right there in your ear all of a sudden, like, you know, some real new England Patriots, you know, and like, it'd be really interesting to see if there's anything in place, if there's rules, if there's, 
if the client to detect can detect like other programs open. That's, kind of like yeah, that. that's a tough one. It's um, it is a weird time to to do a, an online league like this. Um, not completely the Overwatch League's fault. Um, it, like like I said, global pandemic. You know, something that it's going to be pretty difficult to to prepare for. Um, but they're I can't I can't rag on them too hard, right? Like this is this is tough to figure out. So yeah, yeah. um we just, you know, if if stuff happens this season, you know, you punish accordingly and you move on to the next season and hope that, you know, we don't have another global pandemic, right? Or you you you've learned from this and and try to facilitate it in a number of ways, whether that's getting visas earlier so that you can move people around if something happens, whether it's, you know, a you know, God forbid a war breaks out, you know, stuff like that. Something that you just, it's very difficult to control like geopolitically. Um, and you can move people around. So you get their visas earlier or you try to tell them more breaks. Sure. Right. Like there's, there's going to be changes to 2021 and, and season four because of the coronavirus and, and history in general, we'll probably remember it and learn hopefully from it. So yeah, it's, it's a weird time to, to do much of anything. So I, I, also- I can't, I can't blame Blizzard. I also want to get ahead of this and just say I'm not saying that online format means that teams are going to cheat and that people should. Yeah, of course. No, no. Invest a ton not. of time and effort into like. But it's something you have that. to take. But it's yeah, something that, you it, have that to. is, and it, it has been it has been done in other yeah. Blizzard esports, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's not the most crazy thing to be like. No. What's the contingency plan here? Um, how are oh. they communicating that to teams? You know, are they mentioning it explicitly? Uh, yeah, Overwatch PD has got us, got us, got our back. Exactly. Uh, yeah, at least like, we have our own police department, you know? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, like, so I don't, I don't want to like the fact that we're bringing it up on the show doesn't mean that it's like all the teams are going to cheat now and they're going to make it. We're not saying that. No, so. no, no, not at all. But you uh, don't want to entice people either. And I'll also say, like coaches calling is definitely a leather level of cheating than using hard aimbots. Yeah. Like, Anything that you wouldn't normally be able to get a hold of or utilize on stage, you shouldn't be able to use. And, and it's creating a system so where they can't or they're punished for doing so. How do you even go as far so. as to say is that they shouldn't even be able to have a second monitor? Yeah, sure. they should just be recorded. Their voice should be recorded. Their gameplay should be recorded. There should be a uh, camera within their uh, player room, just recording the entire action. Um, no secondary programs should be allowed, like Discord, like all. all team, gotta team speak only. Open, you gotta have team speak. Team speak only. Official VoIP provider of the Overwatch League. Yeah. Yep. Or like you know, or whatever the Overwatch League like sends um, like specifically provisioned user accounts to all the. Sure league computers uh yeah i don't know i don't want to like i don't want to go overboard and be like you know come up with all these guard rules for just like a bunch of kids who just want to play a video game kind of thing but it needs to it Mm -hmm. it's you gotta have something in place just above that where you know all it takes is for somebody to cheat to like completely just throw this thing off the edge of a cliff at this point, you know, Overwatch League is already in such a delicate place. We lost homestands, which is like what we were working towards. Like, remember right. how we talked about how geolocation was so great. And then we weren't able to go outside. Like that's going to be a thing that we're going to talk about in 10 years. Yep. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, 
I mean, I never thought geolocation was a good idea, but... Um, oh, we know. Oh, we know. <laughs> Maybe but, you're wrong, but... Um, like, at this point, like, with these schedules, how they're shaking out six games, teams playing three games consecutively, teams playing twice a day. Dude, I understand you want to hold the illusion that Overwatch League teams are better than their contenders uh, regions teams. But just like restructure and have contenders cups, uh, have like Overwatch League teams playing cups with contenders together, like have the entire uh, Asian market, Pacific contenders, uh, Asian teams play like repeated cups there. Like it helps tier two. Helps mm -hmm. the development there. Um, but that that's the thing though. Like we always say it helps tier two. It just helps Overwatch. It helps everything. Yeah. You're you're giving teams like a hands-on approach of dealing with, you know, some of the top teams and, and that might be able to sway people one way or the other on, you know, signing new players and maybe having a contenders team that you can, you know, uh really dominate Overwatch, not just Overwatch League, but just the game in general. Like if you have a great league team and you have a great contenders team and they you know intermingle sometimes and you're just always winning that looks great i feel like that looks great on a portfolio i'm not a business guy but i would imagine that sponsors would probably be interested in, in talking to me if my team was just great in general across everything and across overwatch as a brand i'm just good yeah i feel like especially like it's it's a it's an illusion like at no point okay Let's exclude season one because it's it's hard to say that. It's okay, what I'm about to say is the bottom five teams of Overwatch League yeah. could have easily been uh, replaced with the best contenders teams in the world. And mm. you would have seen an improvement in, in quality of those matches. Yes. Not sure about season one, even though I would wager I season it. one was also a case because Runaway was still there and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. But Barring any kind of age restrictions, to be fair, but still yeah. the case, guys. Like Overwatch League teams are getting still getting slapped by contenders teams and scrims all the time. Yep. So, yep, yep, yep. um, like that illusion only holds up if you don't know. If it's much manufactured, about, yes, it, yeah, it, it, it is absolutely an artificial barrier that we've erected yeah. for good reasons in some some regards because of age limitations and whatnot. Sure. Like you want to keep all of that lawful, um, but like just just make the best of the bad situation. You're uh, at the same time like because I can tell you what's happening for your um, for your average viewer minutes. They're going to my dudes nobody's watching this much overwatch in the next yeah. four weeks five weeks so what are you catching up for well viewership hours like definitely you're trying to catch viewers and more viewership hours than you previously did which you absolutely will mm -hmm. uh like viewership hours not average viewership minutes right yeah. so um i think like if we space that out a little bit more made it more engaging um in terms of the formats I think, like, if you guys were um, tired of, like, these these games, like, these, these teams are only playing against each other. It's like, dude, that was 15 teams that were playing against each other, yeah. like, in some sort of rotation. Now it's like these small markets are playing against each other. And while it's an interesting thing, because we're, we're finally getting to a point where 
we can uh, we have some data to compare teams by over a day-to-day um, period, other than like the 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 f- finals formats we had. Um, it's still like I, I I don't know like it's it's it feels not that necessary for this necessary for what like why do you have to make everyone equal in this season why do you have to arrive at a play mod playoff format where everyone qualified through the same amount of games when oh yeah yeah yeah. when the the strength of schedule is obviously wildly different so is there really a need to press as many games like you're not you're probably not even increasing your average real, uh, 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 your hours watched by pressing so much Overwatch into it, simply because the viewership will drop li- like a lot. I've got to imagine that's probably why they're doing like the Friday shows in April. What is it? Uh, what did we come to like the old the first weekend or the first week in April or like the second week in April? What was the, the details? I think I remember getting it wrong and, and having just correct me or something, but. I think that kind of helps alleviate and still making up for um, the the broadcast time that you're, you're you know you, you promise to you know uh, whether it's sponsors or the teams whatever that helps and yeah it's it's rough to to try and cram all these games in it doesn't help anybody uh, it certainly doesn't help the fans then we're talking about oversaturation especially like week by week like that that's a lot of overwatch to be to be kind of like consumed and talked about and whatnot um and and yeah i agree like we're we're again measuring playoffs that uh don't uh, that we we got to in a kind of uh in a lie almost right like we we had to play so many games all at once like playing teams that we've played six other times we're not playing these other teams that we were supposed to play and that's how we were supposed to get to the playoffs and we haven't you know changed the playoff format Granted, we haven't heard any details on what the platform might be. They've said that they're subject to change. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. It is what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. I'll also say it's it's kind of sad for because they are definitely like hardcore competitors that still want to go as hard as before. And sure. it's it's just been made very hard to do so. And um it also feels like, I, I guess I wouldn't go there, but like, it's it's a weird situation because we don't know what the Overwatch League will be uh, like next year with sure, Overwatch sure. 2 and everything, with competitors coming out, and like this, I, I understand how that's like a problematic thing at the moment. I'm also not personally involved in the, or like, I don't have sk- as much skin in the game as the other people that are participating in this league mm. but um yeah it, it just feels like like it, let's have fun let's maybe even try more i that's where i disagree with your point because i still think overwatch is like not a fun experience in in general especially as a as a game yeah um, so like i i would just say like let's keep tinkering and this is the perfect situation where that would come in where we could tinker make make sure that everyone understands like i mean i'm not performances that have been given here are not like cutting edge hardcore like type of stuff but at the same time now that the way the current format is being held and i think it will mellow out because as people realize the state of this 
I think also like the circumstances will kind of solve themselves with hero pools. I'm not sure how hard yeah. coaches will continue continue doing. Like it will definitely their drive is still super high right now. Um, I think it will mellow out eventually. They'll, they'll find like diminishing returns on hours put in versus how many, how like reasonably you can be prepared. Like, of course, you want to be the most prepared. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I think they will just care less. But I uh, maybe we disagree on how they come to caring less. Whether their motivation just depletes and then they get burnt out or they actually just realize that putting in 12 hours for a game that's just going to change again. Or maybe re restructuring how they think about each week and and trying to okay. simplify you it. You mean that like like I thought you were you meant like you don't really need to because you find out that there are so many similarities and fundamentals yeah. that you teach. I, I I'm not sure if that's true. I think it will keep, just keep constantly well, right. Keep yeah, it's it. I I don't know what is true, but I can I can probably mm. agree with the idea that coaches probably will have to try less, whether it's through like medical like doctors telling them like, hey, maybe you should like chill. Mm -hmm. Or just like the the eventual realization that maybe this just isn't worth putting in twelve hours a day, and we need to be able to take you know our our health is more important than trying to prepare for the extra point oh oh one percent. We just disagree on how we get to that point. Mm. All right. Yeah. Interesting. We're gonna see. We're we're just gonna see. We're gonna have to yeah. see what happens. It'll be a fun ride, regardless. But Overwatch is a wacky and zany world, but you know. True. We're here for it. We're here for it. Speaking of wacky and zany, though, we're going to start looking at some teams that we haven't seen since week one of yep. uh, season three. Or at all. And a team we haven't seen at all. Which team have we Soul. seen at all? Soul. Soul. We haven't yeah, seen yeah, Soul. Soul, Soul, yeah. Soul, Soul, Soul. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun one. Only four matches to go through. So speak very slowly. And let's let's discuss. These. I don't think we'll need to. No, no, I don't think we'll need to either. But let's uh, discuss these upcoming matches. The first one is going to be the Seoul Dynasty versus the San Francisco Shock. Uh, the mm -hmm. Shock come in at a nearly uh, three to one advantage, uh, with a seventy three twenty seven advantage over there. So um, it's going to be the first, but let's talk about Seoul first. Uh, it's the first time that we've seen Seoul since uh, season three uh, or since season two. So Joe, this is where actually Iska, this is where Seoul gets to uh, finally show if they have gone past their season one, season two borderline mediocrity, or at least we could say, would you say underperformance? Would you say under their potential? Yeah, maybe. I think season two was closer. Season one definitely felt like, yeah, uh, I was like not even making play playoffs, dude. Yeah, that was rough. Oof. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this matchup is quite fun, even though I'm kind of sad that, like, Myas or what, what I keep hearing is that Seoul used to be the best team in Asia. Now it isn't anymore. Now, whether or not this is due to Shanghai becoming this much better, I would still have to investigate. But um, yeah, like in my mind, like Shanghai Shock would would have been a, like the the baller match probably mm. um, that we are sadly missing out on for quite a while now. Um, I think uh, so. Also, I would have liked to see them in last week's Benz, most most of them. Yeah. 
I think weeks. they would have they would have had a much better time. Mm. So, yeah, I I think like the percentages we have probably is a little bit too heavily weighted towards the shock. Like yeah. sixty five feels more uh, mm. feels better. At least until we've seen Soul, right? Like, yeah, yeah. basically, we're comparing Soul on paper versus the one match we've seen on Shock, and then Shock yes. on paper. And I think given that, I, I don't necessarily disagree with um with the percentages as like in actuality, if there's no surprises, that is probably what it should be. I do think though that there's we've seen a lot of variance in teams that have made major changes, uh, both positively and negatively. And I think that that would want me to close that delta a little bit. So mm. Do you disagree? No, I agree. I agree more so, though. I think this Delta is in Soul's favor just, just ever so slightly. Now so you're let just me, being controversial. No, 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 no. Let me, let me sell you on this, okay? Go back to the one game that, that San Francisco's played. They played against Dallas, which should have been a 3-2, right? We remember Oasis. We remember, like, the frame-perfect Nana Boost on striker. That saved him from being picked from decay. That should have been a three, two. That game was very, very close. That game was closer than the score. You remember it. Okay. Now this is also the shock that has historically been slow to get into metagames. They lose to Atlanta. We go back to season, season two, stage one. They, they lose to gladiators week one. They lose the Titans, which is, you know, reasonable. They drop a game to, or they, yeah, they drop a map to spark. They, they just don't start seasons strong. I expect hero pools to kind of prey on that a little bit more. I also don't particularly like Soul's odds here, but I think Soul has a lot of strong pieces to match a lot of the firepower that San Francisco has. And I think this is going to be a lot closer than people expect. I think there is reason to believe that soul can can win a control map in map five i think this is doable I, now this is not considerably doable this is like 55 45 territory no, or it could doable, go either way like 30 percent of the time sure but i i like i yeah, like soul is, here which is the the percentages joe no uh, i th i think it's i think it's a lot more soul's way i think this is soul's way shock his shock does not come prepared immediately they need time they to refine kind of sort of able to maybe win map fives i think it's possible 55 percent of the time <laughs> I, it's, it's, I, th I think that's much more likely i think i i like those odds a lot better i don't like shock early i don't know that i like shock immediately in hero pools they're playing architect on ana doesn't doesn't scream a lot of comfort comfortability to me um, i think if you can beat shock it's early and i think hero pools again prey on prey on that weakness that that shock historically a show i think soul has a chance here and i and i give this match to them yeah i like of course they have the strategic coach uh wizard young and he was never slow to met us he just never showed up <laughs> yeah i mean profit's a bad player so profit's really bad too so between toby creative and bedotion though with lucio out how do you think that that plays out i think 
that that is difficult to say. I think Toby does get hit there, and I think uh, Gesture gets hit as well, not being able to play the Winston. But I I, I think they should be fine. Um, but they Toby can still has, defeat the most adaptable team in the Overwatch League, the San Francisco Shock. We've we've measured them on adaptability across a regular season. That doesn't include hero pools, though. I I just like I, yeah, they're adaptable, just not hero pools. I don't know if I like. Hero pools are a big change, wouldn't you agree? They, I mean, they are a big change, yeah, but I but don't think that that makes the inverse all of a sudden true for them. And all of a sudden, this Soul Dynasty team, all of a, with players who I would say maybe aren't as adaptable, all of a sudden become more adaptable because Hero Pools. That's like some well, who's not adaptable? next level metagaming. Who's not adaptable? I, I just, I mean, just I mean, Toby, we don't know. Like, well, yeah, Toby, okay, that probably so goes. Where's Violet? Where's Violet? Where's Violet? Why, is, why isn't he being played? Why is Architect playing Ana? That doesn't scream because unadaptable. Doesn't seem weird. This is better. Okay. And so that was week one Toby against just Dallas. Can't be better? That was week one against Dallas. So they're sandbagging? What? Toby is. Dude. Okay. Dude, what? Week, week dude, what? one what? for an what? entire what level, season. What is level way did different. Toby play last, last year? Let me hear it. What level did Toby play last year? Average. How many years has he been in Overwatch? A lot. Wash that guy, dude. He's out. You know it. Yeah, Washed. I, I would agree. I'd like, the, I'd like, You're gonna need I'd at like least to see twenty a seconds. I'd like to see to a watch that. Support. By the way, unfortunately, yes. we don't. Right? He's a role player. He's always been a role player. You know, arguably on the music like, high, he was a little bit more of a star, but he's always been a vocal leader. He's always been that that kind of rock for the team, and I think that's that's his role here in general. He's just gonna be fine. Yes, he can't play his star player, but or a star character. But I don't, I don't think that that's like some sort of Chris death knell for this team. I think Shock in general. I, I think they're going to underperform, and I think they already have shown that they've underperformed. Look at Dallas. That game was closer than what you guys actually think. But go back and watch Oasis and yeah, tell yeah, me that no, game was, but, but, was but decisive, K, right? Like literally, yeah. literally. And, and then we have Profit, and we have Fitz. Yeah, I think I mean, Fitz no. is absurd. Like, yeah, yeah. Tell me and this game course, isn't yeah. isn't the other way around. I I like Soul here. It's not that I think San Francisco's bad. That's I think they little, will progress. That's a little my, into my the problem crystal ball is, for me, man. Like the backline, I I don't know about it. And then, like Marvel is pro definitely serviceable. Yeah. Um, I also don't think we'll we'll see much gesture simply because oh, maybe we we will. I mean, if we do. I better hope this guy shaped up, shaped up in the offseason because bah, 100%. boy, like, but, but that's but that's why I like Soul's roster is because even if he even if he is just like god awful at ball, you can put Marvel on them. I I like Soul game five. I think it's doable on control. I I don't think this is this. Is, I think this is a close match either way. I just like Soul no, in, in the scramble. It's a three one and Krusty doesn't no. even show up to the practice room. No, doesn't. He's standing in line at the Trader Joe's getting the $8 victory getting the, line. Getting the spices ready. Cooking yeah, with I Krusty. I, I, man, like, listen, I, there's, I, I don't disagree that Soul could win, but for I disagree with every single justification you just made from it. Every That's single fine. one. I, th I think I think if I was a betting man, I'd, I'd be willing to put some money on Soul. Uh, lineup wise, I don't betting think they're that far yeah. below. Betting uh, is I, also, I agree, but 
in a vacuum pair these play it pair each of these players up with their contemporary and the other team i don't think souls that far below joe you you how many times how many times have we gone through that argument how many times have we gone through that argument on this very show and you're going to tell me that doesn't that's not fair that's it. That's the argument I mean, that you're always on he, the other side of that argument. Right. He's not even right. They, like Shock has clearly four better players. Who? In in Who? the tank line, they are definitely better, and in the back sure. line, they're definitely better. I'm in. What are you disagreeing with? You're you're agreeing with me. I just don't think they're that much better than what you think. I mean, I don't. And that then translates know. to Shock, Soul having in. In hero the, pools, like yeah. Up, in a hero pool that disadvantages them, we're getting into some who says who says who says they here. immediately disadvantage them. We don't know what Marvel can play. We don't we don't know how good Marvel's ball is if they want to play dive. Yes, yeah, even but, if they even if they go Ryan, Marvel's not, not god awful. Play ball oh yeah, we're, we're like season. okay. Here's the argument in the gaps. Oh, we don't know if uh, Toby is like the best uh, Brigitte in the world. We don't know if Bedosin is like the best. Anna, we don't know. Maybe Bedosha played nothing but Anna. Boys. Like. Bidoshi maybe could have probably played nothing but Anna for 75 hours a week for the past year. You're right. We, we, guys, we, we don't know that if, if we can cure Corona by putting Kool-Aid into our eyeballs. Right, we don't this know. Is, this is getting that disingenuous. 55% it happens. <laughs> Joe's just... Like. <laughs> Joe, I'm sorry. I, don't, I, don't, I respectfully don't agree with you. And that's fine. Uh, and I'm ready to make a Lord bet on it. I'm just kidding. Got, you got any more of those? Dude, that's ne- not like, Lord bettable. Send this to Peak, guys. Send this to Peak. This is a this is a till therapy episode uh, submission. Let's go. I don't. I, I like. I somehow I, I I struggle with how like obnoxious like you think this this call is. I, it's not that, that, like that's what's like mind twenty really percent difficult to say that any yeah. team right now is gonna beat an undefeated shock that comes back as former champion and everybody's healthy so they just win every game sure that just just write them off they win mm-hmm. everything every they, match land loss doesn't count their close game against dallas doesn't count yeah let's just with, they with, win again i mean close they just went nope nope season three we got it i mean that doesn't make that doesn't that's not that's not how this works it's not how hero pools work what i was that's not historically saying. how this do you is think worked? That that's actually what i meant that's what you said do you think that's what i meant i don't know you tell me no <laughs> the answer is no, no. Dude, and that game, that one game was like so far away. That was the time frame in which Valiant turned from zero and eight to beating Vancouver Titans. That's the same duration. Like this, it it, it has very limited bearing on uh on what's happening. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fishcast is completely right. Like, I cannot let go fully, right? Like, there's always no. some a- attachment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that. Yeah. Even if if everything's falling off the cliff, we can still punch each other in the face on the falling rock that we're standing on, right? Exactly. See, that's how it works. Next game. 100%. Do you have any more hot takes? Let, let oh, me... I've got plenty. Oh my well, god! Well, not plenty. John, give me in. Not plenty. I've got I've got at least one more, I think. All right. Bring it on. Bring it on. Gladiators versus Valiant. We're going back to the Battle of LA. Both of these teams come into the season with drastically different looks from the last year. We saw the Gladiators take Vancouver to map five in week one. The LA Valiant put up a strong performance against uh Dallas. They defeated them three one. Uh lose 
to a deceptively competitive 3-0 sweep against Vancouver. To be uh, fair, like, kind of to be expected. Sure, yeah. In, in the same way Can't. of, like, the deceptively close 3-0 that the Shock are going to put on Seoul this weekend. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. So, we've got 62 Gladiators, 38 Valiant. How does that feel for you, Joe? What was it? 68 Gladiators, 38 Valiant. I th- uh, see this is tough. Like in general, like in my heart of hearts, I do like a lot of these like a lot closer. Um, I don't know that I'd flip it, but I do like Valiant here. I, I really was not impressed with Gladiators. Um, I'm still not entirely too sure exactly how to read Vancouver. Um, Valiant in general kind of jumped out to me and felt like they knew what they wanted to do. They had a very clear identity, whereas Gladiators did not. You you saw OG coming in on Winston and Brian on Dorado. You saw their their roster keep rotating. Bird Ring look okay, um, but I but I like Valiant's like identity. I think that they're going to do well in Hero Pools because of their established identity. I think they're going to come out with like really aggressive, and and Gladiators are going to be caught looking. With with hero pools, I'm watching a completely I mean, different game. Honestly, I you like Jaru, didn't you? Jaru was pretty good. Yeah, who's to say that Jaru isn't just the best Torp in the league by far? far? Like, right? Who's to say that? Who led in the eyeball? Who's to say? <laughs> I don't like yeah. Jaru. I think I think Cloudy looked shaky. Granted, you could you could chalk that up to game one game one fatigue. Um. But yeah, I like Valiant. I think Valiant has a stronger identity. I think they're gonna they're gonna upset. I'd 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 say sixty forty Valiant. Yeah, I, I, that's that's not that egregious. It's, no. This is just a high uncertainty match. I feel like hundred um, percent. Like I feel like Bardring looked pretty back to me. Um, yeah, I would agree. We haven't seen the full breadth of what that tank line is capable of, I feel like. Um, we didn't see OG and- the whole time. We talked about some things where Cloudy made sense on Ryan in that meta that would change. OGE did play well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, th- those types of discussion, I think that back line is just solid. Uh, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's, it's weird, like... Bikus and Shaz looked like the big negators for all but two, like support lines in the entire league. Where it's like, yeah, they're probably not what going mean, to. What do you mean negate big time? It's just like you look at big guys. Uh, Are you claiming Chaz. that they're average and they've been playing Overwatch League for a long time? No, they're just absorbing. Is that what you're telling me? You should. We should be cutting bigus. No, no, and no. Chaz? That's no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the exact opposite. I'm oh. saying they. Like, just like put Bikus and Shaz next to who was a very good backline, like uh, Bedotion um, and Toby. Yeah, they're they're probably better <laughs> than one, them, okay. or or at yeah. least they're never going to be a problem. That's like my big Bikus and Shaz type of idea, where it's like everything from like top, not elite, but top mm-hmm. to like. Lower average is just like it's not going to be a problem. That's what I think when when I think big goose and chess. They're probably not going to style on them. See, to me, um, all I'm hearing is average. I think they're they're the baseline of the league. And are they not, for instance? 
Right. And I, I like Lasher a lot. I think Lasher is better than Chaz. But, yeah, but I don't have that big, big of an issue support with Support duos? Yeah. I think the support duo is not bad. I think this is probably... It, it, not, depending, not bad, even, so is that above average? For they, Are they above the baseline of the Overwatch League? I would, I would have to sit there and, and judge everybody out, but just in feeling, Shaz and Big Goose feel like the baseline. They feel like your definition of over-the-hill like player that you want to be replaced. Is oh, is this the cutoff? We have a very different. <laughs> this is more towards this guy. I don't know about replace. They just yeah. I mean, by the rules, by, def- by again, your definition, they already defied that in season two. I feel like because they were already serviceable in season one to me, and then they were safe serviceable in season two to me. And yeah, so when do you replace like them? A, when do you get rid of them? I mean, when whenever you like find better pieces, and I don't think that's I that do easy. I think that they're both in the uh, at-risk grade age category. Yeah, yeah. So maybe after <laughs> they're that <Wow>. old. <laughs> I mean, cool ADC now, so that's not a problem anymore. Of course, you don't know. You could like I could just like do this and kill myself, and I have to watch all my glasses. Hold Home- on. Homebound says to cuss because he drinks whenever you cuss. Uh, ooh. Who's cussing? Okay. Is Yeski cussing? <laughs> well, that's going to have to be edited in post. What? <laughs> Wait, did that not beep? Ooh, it, it, it beeped. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> beeped. It's just one long beep. <laughs> wow. All right. uh, that's that type of day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can always and I have clean up a lot them. of sriracha on my glasses. Here's the thing, Dude. though, guys. I'm lazy. I'm not doing post. Hey, you know I throw what? a, comp- I throw a compressor on it. I can't good. see shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. man. Yeah, I man, I just, I'd like. You're making a lot of very sweeping reads on gladiators. That I'm just not comfortable with. Like, I think after seeing I'm them. I'm not comfortable with them. I after I think after seeing them underperform for like two or three games, I'd be like, okay, I get it. That makes sense to me. But this just seems like uh they didn't really impress me in this one match against another team that was that we clearly, all think is like some sort of like godlike team. No, no, no. Uh, the uh, I mean the opposite okay. in, in in a team that very much looked confused and there was just yeah. like even then they're like, you know what? We don't really know. let's just go dive. Let's just uh, Vancouver, let's mm-hmm. just go dive. And then, you know, the fact that and that gives you confidence that they adjusted that they beat to, up on a team that was confused that they adjusted to a team that was is one of the best of the league and they just put them on their carry heroes and said, "You know what? Fuck it." I think Vancouver can do that to any team, my dude. Yeah, I I don't think that's confusion. I just think that they're just like opting into a style, and I think that's the big criticism I have against but the gladiators. Why they they're don't have opting a style. into the style is like we don't really know what to do here. And they default to dive because they didn't. Yeah, they defaulted to dive because they didn't feel that they were performing as well on whatever that perceived meta was in week one. Also, because they like to have fun. I, I don't think Vancouver was all that strong. I don't, I don't disagree I, like, with you. Taking them close 
is not a sign of confidence for me in this when team. When you don't have a week of scouting to do it and you go, oh, well, Vancouver goes dive. What do we do? And you still take it to him at five. Like that, that has to count for something. Sure. I don't, I don't think this is going to be a blowout by any means, but I like Valiant's not intangibles, but I like the way that they started their season. I think it was very direct. I think it was identifiable. They have a style. They know they want to yes, go in. They, they played seven or eight spots above where we put them. Sure. Fine. Whereas the gladiators played right about where we put them, which is still above seven or eight spots of where we put the Valiant. The, the, and, and again, the, I know it's not this attrition. I, know, I know this, this isn't this attrition thing. And how does hero pools affect this here? Hero pools affects everything. But in this specific match, matchup, what, how are all of a sudden, it changes the game. How Everybody are, has to prepare differently. How Every are close Valiant match could flip the other way. And gladiators worse. I agree. Because yeah. of hero pools. It's all, it all digresses, digresses to the mean. The thing is then. Right. So wouldn't you want to look at the mean and say, this is a team that knows what they want to do there. They have a direction. Gladiators does not. I like. Not? Soul, I, oh, not I, soul. I disagree I with like that. Soul. Again, I say, I, I, I was saying Vancouver did it and gladiators had to adjust based off of what they thought the understood direction was. And then they took it to a map five. Like, like, I don't understand why you, why you think gladiators doesn't have a direction do you think like the pay just turned what was into a you, okay so these? tell me tell me their direction you you explain it to w. me w what whatever general direction the pay walks in <laughs> that feels like valiant's direction does it not yes yeah right so, so what is gladiator's direction are is the this same. just two teams just gonna run at each other that didn't that was not shown to me in again in that game against vancouver they did not seem like a very aggressive team. Because Vancouver was just like such uh -huh. a wild bag of skills that could literally do this to every team in the league. So you're just chucking that up to variance. Not variance, just Vancouver being nutters. Vancouver being Vancouver. Vancouver has a 2% rate against bots extreme where you Perfect, like hard code the perfect algorithm have like an alien okay. race play that at 2500 IQ and then Huxel just says ah but today is my Genji day and then they win that as well that's just like the type of team that is and you know what they're going okay. to laugh on their way off the stage mm. that's true and right, I agree they're also that. going to say Washington is a, uh, is a better team than them yeah. in the same they're, they're mega right. trolls they're full on trolling they were trolling they've yeah. always been trolling 100% do you, do you that like makes Jaru, you feel though? good about gladiators? And no, it makes me good, feel good about Valiant. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, again, that, like, that was that was me Joe, being you talking to Yiska. Uh, right. Joe, I I feel like this is not a problem for me that you say uh, Valiant. Yeah, I could e easily say it, say that as well. Okay, then we can. Move I, on. I, I mean, a certain percentage is just like we insert into gut feeling, right? Yeah. Where it's like uh, we guesstimate, and I grant you this here. I I think that's completely reasonable. Um, based on what we've seen. But um, yeah, this is a very close bench where I would still say just like on, on names, it's gladiators also like the pay always delivers as well. Like that's a constant that we have. Sure. They, I think yeah, easily, coaching easily staff. one of the most yes. consistent like 
coaches that we've seen in the Overwatch. And what do you know? They make money, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the motivator in these know, nihilistic times. <laughs> I'm all fine for intangibles, and I'm all fine for going with guts here, but the the logic is lost on me, which is not hard to do, admittedly. So it is what it is, I guess. Now, let me sell you on the Gladiator stocks over Seoul. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Oh not my god, I I'm was about to, dude. I can't do that. I can't do that. So let's go on to this can't next one here. The LA Gladiators versus the Seoul <laughs> Dynasty. The Gladiators are favored over Seoul on paper. Because they played a game. 56 I get it on Sure, fine. So, uh, and, and I would agree. I think Seoul should, unless they show up and they are absolutely abysmal against Shock. Like, yeah. to the point if, of if like, they... okay, Sure. Profit needs to take a 20 second break, wash his hands and exit. Uh, short of that happening on Saturday, this should be a, this should be a match that uh, Gladiator or not Gladiator, uh, Soul wins. Mm. I, I, it's a I, perfect 50 50 for me. <laughs> Does that frustrate really? you? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I don't, I don't believe you believe that. No way. Um, no way. If you think that Valiant I, and Gladiators can be close and you're you're like not sold on soul, like come on. So you might not you you might not be sold on soul versus San Francisco, who again, like I'll admit, one hell of a prepared team over the course of a long season. Yeah. For a meta, like they can they can refine it and be the best team whenever they want to. I think Hero Pools throws a wrench in that plan that they're going to have to adapt to over the season, but Soul's, soul's not bad. Nope, it's a coin flip. I don't know. <laughs> I, w- I would go as high as like... 62, it's like 60-40. Yeah, 62-38 yeah. is like the highest I would go on that. Um, 51% soul? Yeah, that's I can take that. 51% soul is fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Great. So you think you think profit's equal to Jaru? Is that what you're telling me with that? Basically the same. Uh, Basically the same. I'm That's what I'm hearing. That folks, Wizard Chung is not today equal I just to learned, anyone on Dipace. Today, you can put this on Reddit. Today I learned Profit is about the same skill level as Jar. Sold. Yes, because sold. It, <laughs> I believe him. I don't know about you, chat, but I believe him. Yeah. yeah that's, I think that's I think what I, I'm saying. I think I believe him. Yeah. Yeah. No. We actually found the Corona cube just, just here right now. I think you've got some some Kool-Aid in your eyes as well. Dude, how is that? This team has a worse coaching staff in a season where coaching is very mm. important. Sure. They have the better players. And See, it might maybe, not maybe matter that's where we disagree. I think coaching staff has always been important, but I think individual players is more important this season. I think Seoul has much better individuals. I'm inclined to agree with Joe on this one, and I hate myself Dude, for it. Dude, how... How often have you heard the story how a coach completely like sidelines player opinion, forces him to play some dumb stuff over the entire mm-hmm. uh, duration, mm-hmm. and that then blocks the players off? Do you think that is magically it, say that, that one will more never occur? Like, do you think that is magically what? How often do have you heard the the th- disconnect between players and coaching staff where the coach wants to play his meta mm-hmm. and the players are like oh no that's actually like we we want to play this and then the coach just says uh, like 
I I have authority here. We're gonna do this. Like, how much does coaching style work there? Oh, let's let's remember which team did. Wasn't it the NYXL in season one, Joe? Because sure I'm not going to have you get away with now, anything. Now, now get me, give me another coaching team. style argument. Give in, me one more. Season. Give me one more. Vancouver. <laughs> For that argument? That that somehow Pagion and the coaching staff at Titans told them to play what they were already playing. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, told so, them to play something different than what the players wanted to play. This is just normal. This this happens in every team. Players have, if they were to self-coach, they would choose a different strategy, and then the teams uh, would do that unless they're like, you know, like mm. beaten down players without uh, like We're, we're, we're going to talk about, I, I want to ask you something about that after the show. Okay. We need, we need to talk behind closed doors on that Titan point. I mean, it's not just Titans. It's Who like else? virtually okay, every so let's, team. Let's virtually every team. Yes, where the coaches so, decide over the players, we're going to try this, and the players are like, ah, I would uh, rather would try this. Like, do you think Houston was any different then? I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Did that work out? For I think that's. I think benefit? that disconnect is just like. Power, like it's just normal that there are disagreements and the coaching staff has the last that's I, just how over i don't think was. that no i really don't believe do you really believe that yes yeah i don't believe that for a second yeah i don't believe that for a high believe do it you think that happens that's as far i think as I, I think know. there there are some teams that do that i, believe I really happened. don't believe so Boston that i can believe definitely it's more say than that one. that's sure happens, i would right. agree and again like i wouldn't i wouldn't pull boston against your point right like that's just an outlier much i i guess you could you start from that, the top and say that that's that's also an outlier but i think that's kind of just dismissive like i agree like nyxl is a great example of a top-down structure working really well they also have really good pieces to be fair do, do you think that happens with london this season do you I think, think that, that happens that with gladiators probably not if i'm going to be completely honest i don't know if there's a team I, to, I to think prove that, is considered final say is always the coaches, I, and it's not uh, always going to be a harmonizing experience. I that would be an interesting. I genuinely don't know if that happens across the league on average. I think there are a lot of player-run teams. Whether the coaches like know it or not, like I think there's a lot of teams that are kind of dictated by the players. There's one in particular that I'm thinking of right now that you know of. I don't know. I, I also don't know which team you're referring to, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Mm. I, th I think I think by and well, not by and large, I think at least half the teams are player or mostly player. I should say. I don't think the coaches have the last. We have too many generals. Like, I don't think so. Since season two, I think uh, maybe this season might be different. I don't know. That's that's tough to call. I really don't know. I mean, London used best. to be player run like that was sure. one. Right. Most. Exactly. And obviously we know what happened with that. But there again, like I would I wouldn't be able to like that's not fair for me to argue against that mm. to your point. Right. Like that's kind of mm. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I genuinely don't know if I agree. I, I, I'd have to talk to I'd have to talk to more people. I I. I think i'd like to think that you're a little bit more informed like you do talk to more people than i do so like admittedly but i i really i find that hard to I believe th i think it's also not close 
if I'm perfectly really? honest. Like everyone on Gladiators is a is a proven top tier coach. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. 100 meta adaptations as well. One, sure. I, like, there is yeah. no debate from me on that point. I like Gladiators coaching staff, and I think that's a great example of that structure working. If you can take that roster with with you know obvious stars and a lot of just like very average role player pieces and make that like a playoffs team, like a direct seed, that would be a great story. I don't think a lot of teams over the course of the season or or seasons past have done that. And if that's actually the case, then we need to overhaul the Overwatch League. We need to get some new coaches in here because if that's the case, then we messing up. There's a lot of teams messing up. I think that's also like, I feel like this, this specific opinion, like for instance, exclusive voice was said before that he felt like coaches were over coaching, not leaving enough uh, space for players. It's mostly down to the players. Players don't have enough freedom to implement their own ideas. They understand the micro better than coaches do, but the, coaches force the macro that's just like an age-old story feeling yeah i agree that happens in and a lot of that happened in league that happened in but also in, remember in that obviously. there's only a handful of coaches that actually work in overwatch league so we've also seen players say the exact opposite it, to be fair what i think a lot of those players are saying is that they don't feel like they're learning anything rather than i i, th I think that's very hyperbolic Generally, I, I struggle to. I mean, yeah, that's how an Overwatch League player communicates. Yes, but I, yeah, yeah, I, but still, right? Like, there's obviously, and, and honestly, probably different systems work better for different teams. Hundred percent, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. you know, you you can't. I don't think we can say season one Boston didn't benefit from a structure that says no, shut up, you play this, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we will all win together, kind of thing. Whereas. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like maybe we used Vancouver, or I, I don't. I don't know who's. See, that's. I, I see, that's where I almost is, think is an antithesis. I I'm trying to think of a team that just kind of like ran themselves and we play what we want and like send us some maps, coaches. London season one. Sure. They they that was that was like the player stock on that team was just too dang high, and I don't think the coaches could reel them in. That's why they had to blow that roster up. Okay. ATL. So hmm. I don't actually know much about the ATL. Uh, that team coaching. also feels like a a team that is mostly player run. More, yes, yeah, right. I, I agree. Defined, defined as well. Also, yeah. very player run. It feels like it. I don't know if it's actually true, just from on its face and how the players talk, and it it feels yeah. very player run. Yeah. Fusion probably, mm, maybe little bit, so, little bit. It was my understanding. With Defiant, and I, again, I don't have as close a connection as you guys, but but from mm. I, I have had some conversations, and my understanding was last year's Defiant was very painfully, rigidly structured. And this year, as far as if A doesn't happen, then B happens. If B doesn't happen, then C happens. And it's just very, and this is the thing you follow, whereas... This and I can't remember who who it was said this or but actually was that oh, Paris Leroy. was that Paris? I I, well, yeah, Paris Paris was another team that was like overly structured. Yeah, and so, they're, so I, they're more. Let's just say Paris because I, I don't want to sure. doubt about if I'm right about Define or not. But Paris okay. is one where last yeah. year they were very boom boom mm -hmm. boom boom. You know, bust out a spreadsheet like flowchart. Yeah, and just yeah. go. And this year, 
they're still structured, but it's and it's largely more structured around player empowerment and decisions than it is yep. around pre-planned plays and coaches. And if not A, then B. If not B, then C. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that, that that's a team that in general, like, doesn't that that's a structure that shows that the structure can happen without necessarily being a general. Yeah, I think that they are some. Like maybe maybe so that's we're going to we need... talking about Paris, right? No more <laughs> Paris, no more no fusion, more no more coaching, no more done. Yeah, that's why uh, Soul wins. Okay. So yeah. uh, I say this is a one for Soul. Yeah. Uh, Joe says I think this is this is, this is a clear Soul. Yiska says this is a coin flip. Coin flip, like come on. Functionally, but yeah, if I had to name a favorite, I would go Soul as well. Now you would. Sure. <laughs> no, 51%, as I said. <laughs> uh, might as well make it 99. Uh, yeah, right. So let's go to the last one. Uh, San Francisco Shock versus LA Valiant. Uh, Shock come in at 78-22. <laughs> I wish I could come up with a way that Valiant wins this, but there's no way. He there's, was trying for a moment. I tried. I tried. I genuinely tried. Valiant fans, I know you're out there. I tried. There's no way. There's no conceivable world. I've seen all 14,500,803 different possibilities and San Francisco wins them all. Nah. I feel like... Explain to me what way. Oh, Prophet Yiska. I mean, okay. Do you understand how... Tell me me how Gigwit... Yeah, tell me how Gig wins. I I don't mean that Valiant would have to be um, the favorites here. That's not Uh what I mean. But this is not a 99-1 scenario where it's like no, you were saying it's a 100 scenario i yes. don't think that's possible that's true no no, no. how give me a give, show me a scenario dude i i, I explained i me. feel like i feel like now the, the explain the, to me the, how gig wins i was just wearing off and you're finally where like evaluating shock how the in in due process like yeah, they've had, they've had a day to refine exactly what's being played. Is that so crazy to say? There are, would you, you think would that you... day makes a difference? So yes. if they first played the Valiant and then played the Soul, it would be yes. 80-20 Shock? I don't say, I wouldn't say 80-20, but I would have soul, uh, Shock as much more of a favorite. I would have Shock winning that game. Yes, I, I genuinely can say that. Why? This is a refinement team. Look at their history. And over they do that overnight? Like... No, but they have a way better idea. Look at Paris. I don't. Uh, can't argue with that. I, I, can I don't you? Have, nah, I'm not going to step into that. I have an opinion on that, and okay. I'm not going to like talk about this. You're saving we'll, that one. Okay. We'll have a Reddit clip out of context <laughs> uh, by some dumbass in in chat. Oh, like, that's doing it. Yeah, Drink. doing one solid. Um, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, no, uh, like, I feel like the odds, even for the odds game portal are a little bit rough. I would say 70. What are odds for a Valiant Chuck? 78, 22. I feel like that's exactly where you want them, right? For you. Pretty. I, I, I go 70, 30. Whatever. Yeah, I, I really don't see like. I don't see a world where Shock loses this. Period. 
yeah, does does Van does Valiant have like a clear style? Hundred percent. But this is also shock day two, prepared and clap some cheeks. Easy, easy. All right. I don't think we need to discuss it. No, <laughs> not much to discuss because every time I ask him how Gig wins, he just like deflects. How what wins? I'm angry. How does Gig win that game? I'm just kidding. How so, does Gig beat? How does Gig beat Super in the neutral? How does that happen? So, I mean, how does Marvel or like Gesture or yet get not not get pounded by Super? Like, hero pools are a hell of a drug, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, dude. I'm done. I need a magical phrase like when, that where when I can say all kinds of bullshit and just like just hand wave you off. Can't, can't argue with that, can you? The, the famous <sighs> cop-outs of an Overwatch analyst is Hero Pools, Coaching, mm. and uh, Strength of Schedule. Yeah, there you go. There it is. It's Strength of Schedule. But it's a bye week. Mm. It's a trap game. It's a trap yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco <laughs> isn't preparing for... Uh, for for Valiant and so uh, they're gonna get and then when you predict them and then you go back and forgot it was the trap game you're like well it was a trap game so you know that's what I was thinking I should have said it (laughs) I decided not to I didn't want to get made fun of yep basically every uh, YouTube comment we've ever gotten cool you have to show you have to show me when you made the thing yeah. With uh, the God date bless. showing. Yeah. Volmo is a national treasure. He is. Yeah, like here. toilet paper. Hey, man. Like Charmin <laughs> Ultra. I have a soft white underbelly. He's four ply. Yeah. All right. And, and currently, we're getting to the point where we're poking like through the surface. So I also need to do, I I do need to say something here because, um, it's come to my attention that some people don't understand that when we get, when we passionately argue, we don't hate each other, but we aren't angry at each other. (laughs) Not in the slightest. We aren't like actually upset with anybody. No. Uh, it's just fun for us to disclaimer. We're having fun. We're having we're having it's a, a hell of a drug, yeah. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> you know. Deflection. We've got great coaches behind the scenes making sure this all This is kind of a trap week, up. you know. It was a trap week. <laughs> all right. Man, uh, next week is a trap week, my dude. I tell you what. <laughs> and like the week. If you after, thought I had hot takes today. Whew. Dude, twenty I got flaming games? hot Cheetos. Oh my god. Like, and I'm almost out of blood pressure medication. You actually going to kill me? I'm next killing week. this man. I'm killing him. <laughs> Six feet under. Yeah. So it's uh, funny. Some people think that we don't like each other, or just like two hosts don't like each other. And truth is, I hate both of you. But the, the um, hate is so, mutual all around. All around. You know, <laughs> f- you guys. There you go. There you go. Home, homebound. Um. Yeah. No, we're just chilling, having fun. No, speaking of, when does Chengdu play Boston? Why? I want to see Lee versus a color hex. I want to make sure I know who's better. Make sure it's Dude, not I'm on a trap. To... Just make sure it's not on a trap week. I'm I'm going to learn slow dancing. If <laughs> if Boston wins Chengdu, you're getting a minute of me slow dancing 
just like I told you. That sounds so great. I'd here. love that. Eric, get that one down somewhere, please. Thanks. <laughs> Either way, I'd I'd love to see you slow dance. That'd be fun. That'd be fantastic. That's content. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> That's what's gonna look like a minute of this. I'd love that bet. That sounds fantastic. I might even get my. How do I lose that bet? <laughs> you're you're the worst at bets. Holy, close the show yeah, before he makes true. any more stupid bets. No. I mean, you, you still won that. That's like thirty percent so, of you? our viewership yeah. is based on a what stupid bet is you just gonna take this week? <laughs> Sorry, we're financially That's, tied to it. You lose one bet, it's over, dude. Like it's your, the one bet. Nobody remembers how I called Vancouver against. Uh, valued last season right like that's just gone now god nobody what? nobody was only the negative stuff sticks dude all right we're done we're done. the vodka is hitting me now yep that's how we know we're done uh thanks yeah. for hanging out with us guys uh if you like the show go to twitch.tv slash kick tripod drop a follow drop any twitch prime subs there as well we really appreciate it or go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch you can also support us right there great we've got some great perks coming up uh, and we really like uh, hanging out. We did game night last week. It was a ton of fun. I'm uh, getting, I think I'm getting worse at Quiplash. <laughs> Just need to slide the filter over a little bit. You know, let the, let the thoughts flow a little bit more. Uh, maybe. I, I try too hard works. to be, whenever I play with like Katie's family, they mm. are suckers for puns. So I make everything uh, in the puns, so you, and I you win know the like meta. every game. And I, the, uh. the meta on this one is just like so dynamic. The meta is just pandering. It's, like, it's just like Somebody enter will say a host Yiska, name. Someone will say yeah, Yiska yeah. and get eight votes, and then on the next one, someone will say Yiska and they'll get zero votes. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. And, and it's a tough like, rate. It's terrible. Like there's one where I where I said it, and if if my answer was before the other answer, <laughs> it would have yeah, gotten you, voted you, you for. You can get, you know. Uh, I, I just get screwed. Like sterilized almost like by by somebody putting in something similar yeah like the round before so so you yeah. can't really help so anyways a uh, ton of fun there um so yeah patreon.com slash tactical crouch also go to bit.ly slash race the mayhem if you want some cool merch and uh continue to race the mayhem with us um pledging healthy lifestyle choices for mayhem wins so you don't really have to make them probably i'm pick another team folks pick another team i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i told you you should have listened then right. again lucio's band right would you rather oh, no. race it's the mayhem or race the gladiators i'd rather oh yeah i'd much rather race the gladiators like because you're you gonna have to do so red. much more work okay yeah okay yeah, this boy wants to be healthy that's what I, he's I, yeah i was is that like a, then yeah. i don't have to do anything or is that what no 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 oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I, okay. I genuinely want to lose weight so i'm okay. like florida if, you can't win. I'm just going to start Fair racing enough. chalk. So this man cannot race the chalk because uh, he repools. And they have so oh, yeah, many true. matches of day ones. Jesus Christ. Thank God there's they're no really relegation good at for adapting, San Francisco chalk. I know. They might just fall out. You know, they're really good at adapting. T1. They're coming. Yeah. All right. Uh, Yiska, you're at Yiska out. Joe, you're at Volamel. Joe, I saw that you um, posted an article, didn't you? Yeah. Today, uh, power rankings. So, power rankings for week six. Go check them out. Yiska, what do you got coming out? Um, um, I wrote a, I, I read a dope um speech hmm. from Charlie uh, Munger. I think his name is like the 
the business partner of uh, Warren Buffett and he had a dope speech and that kind of inspired me to go down that path. I had already thought about something similar and then when these idiosyncrasies of what I read and then reality just collides with it again, I feel like that's a sign. Not really, but it reinforces the, the idea that I should, should be doing something about this. And I think it's a cool concept and it allows for a really dope clickbait title because I know you are not going to click on anything that is remotely informational and not just drama baiting. Thank you very much. It's about playing the meta. You're just arguing, you're just shaking your fist at the god. True. True. Yeah. You just gotta I play the meta. Playing, I, I gotta I gotta I gotta play the meta. I gotta quit flash, yeah. Jeez. All right. As for me, find me everywhere at Kick Tripod. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. This is a fun one. Um, we'll be back after the music, and we'll do a thing.